everyone. Welcome to our mini series of Women's at Work, brought to you by the Freelance Creative Exchange. I'm your host, Jace, Chief Businesswoman of Creative at Work. While running our business, we have met many amazing women along the way. We hope to share inspiring stories about how female Singaporean freelancers, as well as entrepreneurs, are actually taking charge and building successful businesses around the world. We are very excited to actually speak to Maria today. Hi, Maria. Hi. So, Maria, as a freelance graphic designer and writer, she actually gains inspiration from anything that takes her creativity to the next level. She has actually lent her magic touch to brands like, for example, Lincoln, Golden Village, Avivar, as well as Ion Orchard. So Maria also loves to create her own handicraft and DIY makeover projects. Um, so hence, we are very um, happy and it's really our pleasure to have Maria here with us. So Maria, as working mothers, um, you know, both of us are working mothers, we juggle yes. between multiple roles as we balance work and family responsibilities. So how is a normal day look like for you? Oh, a normal day for me. Well, um, every morning at about 6.15 a.m., I get up and prepare breakfast and get my son ready for school. And after that, I dedicate about half an hour to an hour to exercise. And then I'll do my work on my laptop. And then mm. in between, I'll be doing some housework, um, preparing meals and supervising my son's homework. So it's since it's just the both of us staying together in the house, I pretty much do everything myself and I don't have a maid or a tutor, but mm. I've become so used to it that it's like every other normal day to me. Wow. Well, it sounds <laughs> like a very structured day, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't really so, have like a mm. super fixed structure, but it's just that, mm. you know, I just take it as it goes by. Mm. Yeah. So to what extent were you actually tested during the circuit breaker? Um, how do you actually handle, you know, looking after the kids at the same time while you yeah. actually work from home? Well, um, the biggest challenge for me was to manage my son's home-based learning while juggling with my work. So my capacity and patience were really tested and stretched. Um, it's even harder than when he was in school. So I don't abide to any hard and fast rule in dealing with this. I just treat it like having a new task added to my routine. But at 10 years old, my son is pretty independent in many ways. Like he prefers to do his work uh, majority of the time, uh, do some simple cooking and housework. So that really, really helps. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's such a mature boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what is the biggest challenge that you ever face, um, you know, in your freelance career and how do you actually overcome it? Oh, uh, I would say it all started uh, when I just graduated um, because I was actually studying in the UK and then straight away after graduation, I was uh, given a two-year working visa. So at that time when I graduated, it was during the financial crisis of 2007 to 2008. So I was applying for jobs every day, but without success. And the best I got were unpaid internships. And by the second year, the times turned even more sour. And despite the work experience I got, I still couldn't land a full-time job. So I figured if these companies won't hire me, I'll try to find clients like they did. Mm. So I researched a lot on um, how to find clients, how to negotiate, how to promote myself and to network. And that was the start of my freelance journey. 
So you can say I kind of fell into freelancing as a result. Then when I returned to Singapore, the first full-time freelance job I got was actually with a you know advertising agency, BBDO, which mm. was really not easy to get. Especially um, if I did not get the experience that I got in the UK, um, they would not hire me. Mm. And then, of course, uh, uh, as time went by, I went on to freelance for other design agencies. So I was more of an interim freelancer because money was irregular and I was still... Uh, hoping that they would give me a full-time job, but it seems that they preferred me as a freelancer than an employee. But uh, in a way, are you happy that things turn out this way, that you uh, are actually able to be more sustainable now as a freelancer? Yeah, I do. So I was uh, I'm continuing from what I've said before. So like, um, because money was irregular, so... Um, after I freelanced for all these design agencies, I managed to build up my portfolio. And then I managed to become a full-time employee at a few companies, including Zalora. And then about three years ago, I managed to go into freelance uh, full-time. Yeah, mm. so I pretty much built my reputation from there. Yeah. But that is also a very good advice for all our graduates, right? For especially mm. now right i think um you know they are also going to face a similar situation like you did when you first graduated where you they know, do. um yeah. yeah the market is challenging you know there may not be enough work for everybody so mm. you know one consideration that they can have is actually to see if they could actually freelance right in the yes. interim as well because honestly like if you were to look at the job list right now there's not many jobs in graphic design or even in writing and in fact, if one was to click on the positions, you know, you are competing with at least more than 100 applicants per job. So it really forces uh, graduates to have to think outside the box, like saying like, okay, you know, if they are not going to hire me, then what's next? You know, I still want to do something within my field, but mm. I have to think like, okay, I cannot, uh, you know, a nine to five is not wanting to hire me right now. So perhaps I'll have to find my own clients or, you know, offer something to my friends that I could do. Like uh, I even know of uh, this young freelancer, like when she couldn't find a job, you know, what she did was to maybe create gift cards for her friends instead. And then that was how she also managed to, to uh, sustain herself during difficult periods. Yeah. yeah. I guess the key thing is never stop doing it, right? If you have a passion in what you're doing, you just yeah. have to continue and the time will pass, right? Mm. Um, sooner or later, people will recognize your talent. So during the last two months, uh, while you manage, you know, between the home-based learning and also, of course, you know, work from home. So what time management or business tip, um, you know, have you learned during that period or would you like to share with our audiences? Yeah, I would say it's important to stay focused uh, plan ahead and draft out a checklist for the routine of the day and finish one task at a time. Because when you try to do so many, many things at the same time, you risk spreading yourself thin and that can overwhelm you and result in more unfinished tasks. So it's very important to, you know, to really finish one thing at a time. Mm. Uh, and then also another thing is to take a break in between to relieve the stress, to help calm you down, uh, I mean, calm you down and then take your focus to take your focus. Um, sorry, keep your focus intact. I guess that's where the exercise part come in, right? 
Yes, it does. So in your half an hour exercise routine, is it like your, uh, because I know a lot of um, our, some of our fellow freelancers like, or rather has yeah. actually picked up yoga, you know, during the two months and things like that. So is, is that something that you're doing or you're actually doing more uh, the running and the jogging kind? Um, I actually don't do yoga, but I do mm. like, uh, yes, jogging. I do a lot of cycling. In mm. fact, um, ever since I sold my car a few years back, I've been mm. cycling on and off. Mm. And uh, even if, like, say, I want to go to a nearby shop, I cycle. I don't take a bus. Mm. Then also, mm. now that, you know, during the circuit breaker, when I'm stuck at home, I'm doing a lot of uh, core exercises, you know, trying to keep this tummy in. <laughs> and then uh, doing some cardio so I'm following uh, people like Chloe Ting, Emmy Wong, and uh, and a lot of other uh, a- athletes who are actually promoting like you know how to do exercise at home. Mm. Yeah, is that is that is that something that you have always been following, or is only during the last two months that you started to follow all this kind of um, you know video in- instructional videos, um, so so that you can actually do it at home. Okay, so I've always been cycling. So, you know, that actually because I've been cycling a lot, I actually lost a significant amount of weight compared to uh, three years ago. Then, of course, right now that uh, when we are all stuck at home, you know, our bodies get restless, we don't do something. So I've been looking through a lot of uh, YouTube videos on exercise and that's where I come across these people. And then I start to do the exercise uh, at home. Yeah, mm. because I also yeah. don't have equipment. So I am specifically looking at exercises that don't use equipment. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Right. So I, right. I kind of vary it between like a cardio, hit, and then also some, you know, aerobic dances as well. Mm. Glad, yeah. glad that you know um, you are doing this as well because even for myself as well I try to exercise as much as possible because I know a lot of times right as mothers um, you know because we are juggling so many different schedules right our own schedules yeah. the kids schedules and probably our husband schedules as well and a lot of times we actually forgot to take care of ourselves so so I think exercise to me is probably the only like you know alone time where mm. I can actually be just myself and also of course of and, and on top of that, to take care of ourselves as well. So yes. how do you actually stay creative and motivated uh, with so many things that's happening right now and so many things that's, you know, that's surrounding you? Yeah, I participate in many online communities of creative professionals and entrepreneurs to stay in touch with the latest trends and learn from them. So I would talk to people, ask for advice, uh, give advice, check out the latest portfolios, critique on each other's works and learn from each other. And I'm always curious about what's up there and I keep myself open to explore other opportunities. Mm. I, I don't ever, ever want to stop learning. Yeah, I guess that, that's also the message uh, that our government are sending out during this period, right? How do you yeah. learn and learn and relearn again? <laughs> yes. Education and, is an ongoing journey. It just yeah. never stops. Yeah. yeah, continuing education is very important. I think all the more yeah. for freelancers, right? Because, yes. you know, in our course of work, it's always important for us to be at the forefront, right, of what's happening so that we can actually provide better, better value. Right to yeah. our clients. So oh, what definitely. is um? So who are your role model? Actually, do you have anyone that you actually look up to and that keep you um? I would say motivated, right, during your downtime. 
um, I don't really have any particular or specifically specific uh, role models whom I follow. However, I'm continually uh, learning something new from the community around me. So in a way, anyone who inspires me is my role model in a sense. Wow, yeah. great. Yeah. So what are some of the plans that you have in this uh, new model? Do you think that you will be pivoting your business? Um, and of course, how do you plan to sustain and grow a business then? Well, I'm thankful that I do have some small projects to type me by for now. Even though, you know, I'm, I'm going to be honest that, you know, some of my work has dried up during this pandemic. However, I'm planning to take up uh, some skill future courses to upgrade myself and rebrand myself to add value to what I have currently and what I can offer to my clients in the future. So with so many things uh, going digital because of this pandemic, I'm exploring ways to, you know, perhaps build up uh, my own digital content to keep myself visible and relevant in the market. Uh, also, I loved uh, making my own handicrafts and I've sold some of my creations before. So I'm looking to expand this into a side business as well. Yeah. Great. So what kind of handicraft do you make actually? Uh, I have made like, for example, this uh, little necklace, you can see. This oh. is actually uh, sea glass and then I did a uh, wire wrapping over it. Oh. So I've, I've, I've sold these before. Yeah, right, and then right. I've uh, created like uh, concrete candle holders to polymer clay creations, and uh, a lot of these things can be actually found on my Instagram link. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So, do you have an e-commerce store for this, or actually, um, you kind of just put it out on Instagram, and then um, people who like it will then approach you? I do actually have an e-commerce store, but mm. I've. To be honest, I've not been active uh, with it for a while because I was so busy with uh, my other uh, projects. Yeah. So this yeah. is the time where when my other projects are quiet, I can focus more on this side of things. Yeah, yeah. Actually, actually, you're right because I think um a lot of times I think while freelancers, we ourselves are caught out in our work, right? We don't really think about, oh, you know, maybe I should diversify my business or you know yeah. I should look at other revenue streams but um, exactly what I think this pandemic has actually taught us is that it's always good to actually have a couple of revenue streams because while one dry up I think that's where you can actually lean towards I think like for yourself right because you started yeah. to do um, handicraft yourself so now you actually can look into building this as a business as well in the event you know if your actual writing and designing work slow down then this yes. is another area that you can actually you know, um, pivot your business into, right? So I think yes. that's something that a lot of our freelancers or rather even ourselves have to think about in our, uh, even in good times, right? Um, yeah. So this is something that we should look at it to protect yeah. ourselves for the next pandemic. Hopefully it doesn't come so soon, but you know, yeah. at least that is something that um, it can be kept at the back of our mind. Yeah, so difficult yeah. times make us realize that you should never uh, stay too comfortable you know, because if all else fails, what else do you have? You definitely need a fallback of some sort. And it kind of forces us to really think outside the box as well. Mm, yeah, yeah, very well said. So what advice or encouragement do you have for other female business owners as well? Uh, I think the most important advice I would give to them is to take care of your mental health during this uh, difficult period. You know, uh, many business owners' projects are put on hold or cancelled, so it is easy to get depressed and discouraged. So 
So what I find helps is to be content with the blessings that you have and surround yourself with people who will encourage and believe in you. Keep your mind engaged with activities. Go exercise, uh, learn new skills, engage with other like-minded business owners, uh, you know, help out in charities or find a new hobby. Sometimes it may mean that uh, you have to find a side job to supplement your income. But don't be discouraged thinking that that's the end because it's not. It's just putting your goals and dreams on hold. So don't allow bad times to pull you down and define you. But let it challenge and mold you to be better for the future. So, you know, as the saying goes, uh, tough times don't laugh. I'm sorry. Tough times don't last, but tough people do. Yeah, well said. Thank you, Maria. Yeah, yeah I, I really like this, right? I think, um, especially as women, I think, yeah. um, I mean, I would like to see that we are the tougher people, right? On earth. Yeah. <laughs> Juggling so many different uh, roles, right? And then, you know, um, and trying to do the best that we can, right? So I think yeah. um, the most important thing is to believe in yourself. And like what you mentioned, don't let the tough time drag us down, right? Yeah. Um, you know, um, we are in this together. Um, and I think the community is here. So um, yeah. like what Maria said, join as many community as you can because those are the support network, right? Um, and that's where we can actually support one another. Thank yeah. you so much, Maria. Thank you for Thank your time you and much. all your advice yeah thank you thank you audiences as well um thanks for tuning in subscribe to our show freelance creative exchange um check out our freelance creative exchange website and join our creative at work community on facebook and instagram and we will also include maria's um instagram uh, on the link below as well do check out her work and handicraft if you are interested have a wonderful week be kind stay safe and we'll check soon bye bye maria Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you. Bye.